<laughs> never gets. I don't know. What, I mean, Claire and I are just so lowbrow here. We laugh every giggle. time. <laughs> Recording She's just, in progress. It's like whenever the woman for Zoom recorded the recording in progress soundbite, she was just like eating the microphone. Oh, well, she was. Kind of <laughs> sounded like she was like at home in her living room, like talking into like the bottom of her iPhone. You know. Yeah, yeah, she like I, forgot yes. to do it. She forgot. She was either on deadline or both. She was on deadline and completely forgot. And was like, they "Oh shit, like, I'll do it right Rebecca? now." It sounds like it sounds like all Rebecca? the news stories. It sounds like all the news stories that we voice like at home in our living rooms, like into our phone, like during quarantine, where it's just like, yes. "Wow, that voice track sounds really strange." Something's <laughs> yes. not right here. Yes, yeah. it was COVID, or it's like when you're at the courthouse and you're trying to turn a story last second. You hide <laughs> in a hallway with a coat over. With head. a coat, yes, everyone. Yeah, yes, have the coat. always a coat. Why gotta have the coat? Because it's it's like you need that sound barrier, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. It always sounded like during the so pandemic. Bad. Since the pandemic is over, you know, and doesn't exist anymore, and everything's just, fine. Everything yeah, fine. Since the Super Nothing's Bowl. wrong. Um, but during the height of the pandemic, and when I was still working in news, and we were voicing our stories, our packages from our homes on our phones. Every day I would do it. I would get under a blanket on my couch and do it. And every single time my cat would attack <laughs> because he's like, what's going, what's going on? What's, what is this? Cause I know it was weird for me to get under a blanket and just start talking in a very like authoritative way. Yes. Uh-huh. It was a That's great hilarious. time. It's time so I like mail. when you work in news, especially when you anchor a lot or you report a lot, you go live a lot, you get used to your own news voice and everyone in the news, we're all used to hearing each other's news voices, but it's always like when you do it at home. And even if you've only been home from work a few hours, you feel like a goober because you're just like, who am I kidding right now? Like my cat, my dog, they're like, what are you doing? They're like, who is that? Who is that? I used to hate she? you were hanging out with people and they'd be like, can you do your news voice? Like, what am I? I hate it. Like, shut up. I hate it when people ask that because first of all, I'm like, I don't have a news voice. Yeah, I was like, I don't <laughs> yeah, I've I said like, that have too, like a Claire, news but we do. We, we do. No, then do. I hear myself and I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like, and then I'm like, you have a news voice. <laughs> we all it's do. me being professional, you know. Yeah. It's just sometime like horrible. we should pretend to do live shots like we used to have to do our anchor breaking news, but do it in our regular voices because we would never say. Breaking news coming to us live out of Madison County. Here's the latest. Joining us live is Jacqueline Knott. We would be like, get this shit. Did you hear what's going on in <laughs> Richmond? About this because it's, happening? it's screwed up. I nearly said it's- the F word, but I still don't know if our podcast is ready for that. <laughs> you know I what? Really I was like, it it's effed up. <sighs> oh, well, God, oh my are you guys, are people still like in your circle or group of friends or people that you semi know that you Cause I feel like we promote this podcast a lot on social media and I try to slide it in organically anytime I can on television, but it, for some reason, it still thrills me when like a person I know, or like two degrees away messages me. I was telling Jacqueline in the car yesterday, we were actually driving back from a shoot for the show. And I was like, <gasps> like this friend of uh, my husband, Matt's, his name is Josh. And he's first of all, Australian, his wife named Tanya, she's American, but I, they're just the cutest couple. She sent me a screenshot the other day because I've hung out with her a couple times and I love her. She screenshotted me our first episode, like screenshotted listening to the first new episode uh, two days ago and said, I'm sorry, why were you keeping this little gem a secret? I'm obsessed. 
And it thrilled me so much. Like I was just Mm. like, oh, so Tanya, you sweet little angel. If you've made it this far and you're still with us. Hello, you darling. I think you're a rock star. She works in physical therapy. Oh, Tanya. Thank you, Tanya. We love you. We love you, Tanya. And Tanya, Jacqueline's actually met Tanya. Claire, you defected to Texas and you haven't gotten Mm. to meet Tanya. You're going to need, whenever you come back, we have to hang out with our sweet girl, Tanya, who only drinks tequila at any time for any reason. No other liquids go into her body except for. Yes. Oh well, no. I just mean yeah, she no, drinks adult beverages. Always, uh, always. She she makes coffee with tequila. I was gonna mm. make a joke that she drinks it all the time, but it doesn't. Yeah, she makes like- espresso martinis, but instead of vodka, she makes it with tequila. That actually okay. sounds disgusting. I know one of my does. friends, one of my friends, she's like, yeah, like she prefers tequila instead of vodka. And she was telling me how she gets tequila and her espresso martinis. And I'm like, I think I would immediately vomit. I just oh, don't think no. like, those two flavors go together. Like vodka no. doesn't have a taste. So you put it in something like coffee. Exactly. The only two drinks that I feel like you can transplant or maybe that's not the right word. Um, yes. Transplant. It's a medical can, procedure. It's a medical procedure. The one that you can, what am I, I can't think the one that you can switch from the traditional liquor or spirit to another one yeah. is, and I learned this recently from our friend, Casey, all of us are friends with this amazing anchor in Knoxville, Casey Willis. She's the morning anchor at WVLT. So if you're ever in Knoxville, the official station of the Vols, check out our girl. She recently, we were out, um, and we all got margaritas somewhere and she has a very close connection. Her family um, works pretty high up in Tito's vodka. And so she feels like she needs to drink it all the time. A, it's amazing. And B, she wants to support the brand. So we all ordered margaritas and the server came around and she was like, yeah, um, but actually, can I do mine with Tito's instead? And he was like, oh, absolutely. And he walks off and we were all like, that's a thing you can do. So she, so she had it and it tasted amazing, actually. Huh. That and then here in Kentucky, if you're listening out of state, a thing that's big here is Bloody Marys. They will make them with bourbon instead of vodka as well. Yeah, which I've, I've never, never had, had that. I've, okay, I, I'm, a, I'm feel... a Bloody Mary purist. They make I... a Kentucky mule, which like that's really mm-hmm. good. We don't I... acknowledge oh, the it? other mule right now. No. Uh, oh no. Oh wow. So Kentucky mules only. Only. Yeah, Kentucky mules only because the other turns out kind of a dick. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of an ass. Kind of an ass. Yeah. Wow. I can't even get into it. But you guys all know the situation of Russia and Ukraine. Like, oh man. Like, wow. Wow. Anyway, but that will be our support. We will only drink Kentucky mules from here on out. Kentucky yeah. mules. Mules only. And exactly. I feel like. Um, I feel like- I'm still thinking about the bourbon in a Bloody Mary because I feel like if there's enough vodka on the Bloody Mary, like you're obviously drinking a Bloody Mary because you're at brunch and you're more than likely hungover from the night before. Exactly. Like, um, I feel oh, yeah. like I would just roll over in my grave if it was bourbon and in, in, and then like- I'm just not you- sure, yeah, about the tomato yeah, mixture with I know, bourbon. like, but then also like, you know how like when- you order a Bloody Mary and then you can tell like, woo, this is strong, but it's not like, it's not like a knock your so- socks off type of strong where like, you it still don't really like taste the vodka. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It's like, you yeah. can tell it's strong, but it's not like a, oh wow. Okay. That was a bad sip. 
But like yes. with bourbon, I feel like that would be rough, especially if you were hungover drinking that. I don't no, know. That's actually an excellent point, Jacqueline. I, maybe I'll try one next time. Like if I go somewhere and it's for a true brunch, like not hungover from the night before, maybe if it's like your first, you're just actually day drinking on a Sunday, like maybe try a bourbon one then, but you're okay. right. If you're actually hungover, but only, a Sunday, only a Sunday, only a Sunday. Don't you dare do it on a Saturday. Let me take you guys to a very poignant moment in mine and Claire's life. It was um, in 2019 and we went on a, just a trip, the two of us. And there's, there's so <laughs> much we could share with you all about Denver, Colorado. Claire and I had just decided to take this trip. I just quit my job at the time. Claire took a few days off for vacation. We went guys, we could fill three episodes with the adventures Claire and I had on this three day trip, but it ends on a Sunday at brunch we go to this restaurant. It wasn't cheap. Like it was like normal prices, but for some reason their bloody Mary's were $2, two and $2. it was dollars two And we saw it. We we're like, uh, all, is this, yeah, w- correct. <laughs> yeah. We were like, is this wrong on your menu? And she was like, no, they're $2 and they make your own. And she points to this bar where they have every kind of like vodka you want, every mixer you want the tomato juice. Then they have like Worcestershire a one garlic salt and shrimp cheeses everything two dollars per two dollars just two just two dollars we were like we were like is this a joke we were like this Guess makes we're up not for leaving. the nude this wakes up from the unexpected nude hot springs we went to anyway that's another story that for another, another time. story hey you live and you live <laughs> yes you live and you live Anyway, let's catch up. Jacqueline, what have you been doing? Um, honestly, nothing much. Just, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's like the same old, same old. I was very productive today. Did Excellent. A Such a good feeling. Place, worked, worked out on my lunch. And I've been doing like a hundred loads of laundry since, which has been nice. So ah. yeah, took my dog to the dog park today. I saw your story. I know. Okay. Well, a funny story behind that was actually yesterday when, um, Haley and I were driving back from our shoot for the show. Like we were, when we were at the shoot, we were talking with our clients, like about, we randomly got on the topic of dog parts and I was like, Oh yeah. You know, a lot of the apartment complexes are putting those in. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, oddly enough, like mine doesn't have one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Then I'm dry. So then Several hours later, I'm driving home from work and like, I just happened to look a certain way and I'm like, wait a second, <laughs> like, is that a dog park? In her apartment complex and she just didn't know and was talking bad about them and she sees it. She texts me like 50 texts in a row and was like, you're never going to believe this. I like, That's what I just saw. She's like, I have a freaking dog park. <laughs> <laughs> So then, yeah, today she takes her and I was like, Lexi is like, wow. Right, oh, it's so home. funny. I mean, and I've been here since I guess November. So not super long, but like long enough where I should have been, I should have known that was there. And that might've been something too, that, that, that the leasing agent like mentioned to me and I pro I might've just forgotten about it, but like, it's in kind of a weird, like spot in this like little complex. So mm-hmm. It's not somewhere I pass every day for sure. Like you have to like know that it's there to get there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, I, now I plan on using that very often because. Oh I yeah. Bad that my 
that little Lexi doesn't have a ton of place to run around. Lexi, Jacqueline's dog. If you guys are just trying to picture her at home, she is like the sweetest, neediest in a precious way, little dog. Like she just follows you around everywhere. And I love that so much. It's the funniest body. Oh yes. Yes. (laughs) They think she is like a Corgi shepherd, like some kind of mix but I got her from the Estill County animal shelter, like four, four or five years ago. Oh my God. I can't believe I've had her that long, but yeah, like yeah, four that's or crazy. five years ago. Um, I think five years ago, actually the summer. Um, Seriously? Yes. That yeah. seems insane. Uh-huh. Lexi, sweet wow. little angel. Okay then. I know. Well, good. I, I'm glad you had a productive day. Like those are the best days when I get in bed, when I've had a truly productive day on like the work front, taking care of my house, taking care of errands, taking care of my dog, my life, just everything. When I get in the bed, I'm like, Oh, what a good day. Nothing big happened, but I just was like firing in all cylinders. So that's such a good day. Yeah, yeah. for sure. What did you guys do? What's new? Uh, Haley. Oh, I'm sorry. I was taking a beverage of my new favorite flavor of white claw. I'm drinking a blackberry white claw and it is delish. What's new with me is I went on such a lovely, spontaneous trip to Nashville this past weekend. Um, It was so fun. So my husband and I, we've been talking about wanting to do more weekend trips lately. And so um, on like third, we talked about it all last week, kind of like, where should we go? What should we do? And then it was literally Thursday night. And we were like, what are we going to do this weekend? We've both been so busy. What are we going to do? And so we were just like, let's just go to Nashville. Cause I'm from the area and we have friends and family there. So we were like, let's just go. And we looked and there was a Nashville predators game. We're like, great. We'll get tickets to the NHL game. It'll be so fun. We decided to go down there. We can't get tickets or they're just like really expensive. we're like, what is going on? Well, it turns out it was the stadium series, which is where they have the outdoor hockey games. Oh yeah. So we either, we could have still gotten tickets, but they were quite expensive, but also it was like 38 degrees. And we were like, we we would go as a spectator indoors, but we're not big enough fans to stand outside in the thirties. Also, I feel like you have to like, you have to, you know, mentally and then physically prepare to stand. Exactly. Like I'm not above going to an outdoor event in the thirties, but like we weren't ready for that. Yeah. We had such a good weekend. Like, you know, obviously I grew up in that area. So I've been in Nashville a million times, but I had not been since COVID like to actual, the heart of Nashville. We stayed at the Dolly Parton hotel, the graduate hotel. So fun. It was so incredible. Yeah. If you guys are planning a last minute trip, make sure you download the app hotel tonight. Yeah. You can literally get half off prices for hotels if you're booking it that night or the next night that hotel was like 500 bucks a night and we got it for half that because we booked it the day we got there nice. and so it was awesome it's called the graduate in nashville it's like country music theme but also like country glam uh, there was a huge picture of dolly parton above our bed in our room and it was <laughs> hilarious um the walls I remember when victoria's secret the walls were like in all and their bags and everything were light pink with even lighter pink stripes yeah yes. That was the walls in our room. It was so beautiful. And then we got to see my brother and his wife and then um, my friend Hannah and her husband. And we just had, and then we just went bar hopping all night to like Tootsie's and all the iconic places. And we had so much fun. And of course they had the Predators game on every TV. So we got to watch it. Sadly, they lost, but it was just a fun, spontaneous last minute trip. And we had so much fun. We even got to see my parents uh, while we were down there because they kept my dog. 
uh, our dog. And yeah, so it was just a really, really fun weekend. And then since then just been working and stuff, but that was fun. It was, so if you guys are thinking about a spontaneous trip, do it and look into the app hotel tonight. It's worth it. It saved us hundreds of dollars per night. Yeah. I've used it. I, when my, one time when, um, uh, my mom visited LA when I was living there and famously I had been evicted from my apartment. Yes. Um, yet I was having a guest. So that was really fun. Um, <laughs> perfect planning. I was literally sleeping on a friend's couch and I was like, well, my mom's coming in town. Do you mind? Oh my God. And they were like, like oh, well. no. They were like, it's fine. But then finally my mom and I were like, let's try and get a hotel too. And so we did hotel tonight. And uh, we stayed in a really nice hotel and it was super cheap. And this was a while ago. Yeah. And the the app was pretty new. And so I bet there's like so much better stuff on there now, or at least like more options. Cause yeah, yeah, I just, I forget how I had heard about it, but I was like, Oh, I don't know what to do. But Uh yeah, I, 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 every now and then I look at it, um, for fun. Cause I've always Uh had the app on my phone just to see like, Ooh, where could I stay tonight? But never use it, but. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I'd never used it either. I'd heard of it for years. So I'm so glad to know that you had used it in the past too. Cause I'd heard of it through um one of our friends recently. And I was like, oh, okay, I'll just go and download it. And then I had it and we got down there and it literally was half the price of if you'd gone to the hotel's website. Like the same night, the hotel's website was like five hundred dollars plus. And oh we were like, God. Oh, we really want to stay there, but we're obviously not gonna pay that. Like that's crazy. We went to hotel tonight, it was less than half. And we were just like, uh yeah, it was awesome. sure you were like, wait a second. Is this a yeah, dinner? exactly. What bar like, did what? Legit. What was your favorite bar you went to? The best bar we went to was it was the last one we went to, and it's right on the corner there at Broadway. And I can't remember what side street that is, but it's like right there on Broadway, and it's Legends. 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 Yeah. It's right, right next to Tootsie's. It's so fun. Yeah, Tootsie's place. was a blast. We went to Robert's Western. Oh, Legends. Yes, it's right there on the corner. It's I know right exactly. there on the yes. corner. Yeah. Yes. We went there and let me tell you, it slapped so hard. Obviously the band that was, I mean, every band that's at a bar in Nashville is like, I mean, they might as well be on the radio. They're all crazy. Yeah. But this band, I walked in and the lead singer, he was, had red hair and a flat bill hat on and looked like a skater boy, but he was singing country music and killing it. And then it's like mid, he's about to have to go off. And he's like, y'all, let's just do like a five minute rager. And everybody was like, okay. I mean, the place is packed. He's like, let's go through the years. Let's start with 1998. He just starts singing rap and R&B for 30 second increments. His band is following him. I guess this is part of his set. So he's like 1998 and he'd sing like the most famous rapper R&B song. And then he just, then the next 30 seconds, he'd be like 99 and would sing that song. He sang like yin yang twins, Nelly, old Eminem and every song he sang we were like he sang TLC like that's how it started whatever year like, was that away? Chase and Waterfalls came out and all of us were like, <laughs> we're like, I, was yeah. like I love him I love this man I love him oh my gosh yeah it's amazing how talented people are in that town in that town everybody just in every general bar we went to every band that was playing I was like why aren't why aren't they on the radio because they're yeah. so good but that guy was awesome and so he's what made that bar really really fun um but we had a great time. So it was great. Mm. If you guys are considering a last minute trip, do it, do it. Use hotel tonight and go to Nashville. It's so fun. Especially like, yeah, I had not been, I'm from that area, but I'd not been to downtown since before COVID. And so I was like, this is so awesome oh, wow. to be here. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, great what about time. you, Claire? Update us on your life. 
I feel like, you know, um, I'm kind of finally settling into things in terms of feeling like my life is together. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, cause you're going to uh, be coming up on, um, three months, three months. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, actually. Yeah. Next week I will be, have, have been here three months, which honestly feels about right. I don't, I don't know what it even is time. I don't know. If, t- if COVID <laughs> taught us anything, it's that time doesn't exist. It's slow yeah, fast at the literally. same time. Like, oh, like, shoot. I mean, hold it's on. crazy. I might hold on. Oh no. Oh my gosh. Okay. We sorry. can still hear Claire, but it turns doing- out she didn't pay her cell phone bill. So we're going to lose her now. Oh, no. I'm recording on my phone this time. Cause I'm still having computer problems. And like my, um, my phone's trying to go to bed. So it's like, oh. you know, <laughs> I'm trying to tell it not to go to bed. Um, okay. Wait, does uh, that mean that normally, cause at the time we're recording this, everyone, it's Wednesday night at seven 45 Claire's time. Claire, do you still go to bed at your morning show time? Or what's, <laughs> yeah, what's no, um, I've just never turned the bedtime thing off on my phone from sunrise. Oh. I need to do it. I need to just I just haven't, I don't know. Cause I'm, I'm normally just like, eh, whatever. But then all of a sudden when you're trying to record a podcast on your phone, yes. it's very important. So yes. no, I'm no, I stay up way later than that. Claire, I use your wild bedtime thing too. And I really like it. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, I, oh, okay. Hold on. Okay. I think I got it. Um, she got it. Okay. Uh, wait, so, Claire just stops God. talking in a minute. We're like, oh, she's gone to bed. Like, Good oh, night. She's gone Bye. to bed. Bedtime. Good night. Night night. Um, well, let's see. I ordered a rug and it came in. I've gotten Ooh. a mirror and I'm waiting on my coffee table. So finally getting some things that are actually, cause I mean, up until now, it's really been like scary. Like I look yeah. like I live in like a trap house. Like if you come in, it's like, <laughs> what? Is this just a front for where you do your drug deals? And but yes, it is. <laughs> You're like, hi, my name's Walter White. Welcome to the podcast. Well, you know, buying furniture, it's a big decision. And then on top of that, you, you know, you have, it's expensive and it always takes three years to get it delivered. Yeah. I was going to say, and then it takes freaking forever to even get it delivered. Yes. There were delays on both of the items that have been delivered and who knows when the coffee table will show up. It says it should be here by Friday. So we'll see. But, um, and Oh, I did. I, I went out with some friends. Um, <gasps> oh, good. Good, so good, good. It, it was just like a very short thing. Um, so my very, very good, good, good friend, Amanda, who y'all know. Um, yes. Met yeah. her in college. One of her good, good friends moved here with his wife in the summertime. And they don't have a whole lot of friends because they moved here during COVID and she's a doctor or she's a pediatric cardiologist, like, wow. okay. And he, he is, he, he's been work from home ever since they got here. So it's just been harder to meet people. And I had met him a couple of times in college because her groups of friends would come visit. So we just met for a glass of wine on um, last Friday nice. night and, oh, and we really committed to trying to be real friends. So that was really nice. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I love Yes. And so I've really been trying to put myself out there. Um, I made a post on a Facebook group that I'm in. Um, that's like not cringy or anything about like needing friends. I'm in the area and I've exchanged numbers with one girl. We're going to try and get together. And this is awesome. And then with no success yet, 
and I don't know how I feel about it. I did join Bumble BFF to make friends on Bumble. Cool. Okay. Okay. Because okay. a lot of people, a couple, well, not a lot of people, like two different people were like, just try it. What do you have to lose? You, you have no friends. That's true. So either you gain friends or it's nothing. And hey, so I've gained, yeah. What? <laughs> you, you know, I mean, you've, you've met my friend. Um, I don't know. I don't know if she wants me to out her, but I'm going to, her name is Bella. She, I met her because we went to the same, like we went to like this Rose festival at the bar here in Lexington. Um, and she also went and then like looked at people who had tagged themselves as going there and then messaged some people. And she said that I was the only one to respond. And now we're really good friends. (laughs) Yeah. Bella's awesome. Bella is awesome. Like she's such a little doll baby. Yeah, Which no, Bella is that- a twin. Bella's a twin. <laughs> what did she think about our last like, episode? She was like, I would do it. Well, she wasn't caught up yet. And so I saw her on Saturday. We had went to um, a restaurant here and got brunch. Um, and we're watching the UK game. And she goes, yeah, so what's what's up with you and Claire and Haley being grossed out by twins? I got to know. And I was like, you're just like, gonna oh, really? to I was like, whoa. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. You just got to like, listen to the episode. Okay, I'd be like, no, no, no. I- it's not that we're grossed out by twins. It's that we're grossed out by adult twins who they yes. think that the only facet of their personality. Well, and our friend be, Katie, they're only identical twins as well. Yeah. And then and she our goes, friend Katie has twin brothers and oh she God, was like, right. you, she goes, you guys are exactly right. So thank you. Thank you. So. <laughs> So anyway, if there are two twin girls out there that would like to marry Katie's twin brothers, welcome in. (laughs) No, they're both engaged. One's married, the other's getting engaged. Sorry, Uh, that's (laughs) not the way it's going to work. They have to marry twin women, so, or twin men, whatever, whatever they're into. But I'm sorry. Tell Katie that we're busting up those engagements. Them's the rules. Them's the Um, rules. But then also the other biggest development in my life, and we don't really have to get into it because it could be a whole other thing is I did in fact start watching Love is Blind after last <gasps> episode and I'm obsessed and yes. I'm, I'm not done with the season yet, but I'm just like, what in the it world? It off, right? Yeah, it's, it's like great. It, it, I knew it was going to suck me in and sure enough it did. So <laughs> yes, I'm trying to blaze so through it my though. Preaching, my yes. preaching got you hooked. I'm trying to blaze oh, through it though because I really want to watch. Um, what's it? Shoot, is it called the case against Boeing? It's about Boeing and the plane. The it's really it's good. To, yeah, I've heard it's, it's good. really good and also oh, kind of like I for, yes, I heard of that and then I completely forgot about it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's also sure. on Netflix. Um, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm putting yeah. lotion on my feet. <laughs> I was wondering what you're doing. Your hands I was are like, moving aggressively below. Are we going to acknowledge the way Claire's um, positioned right now, or I need yeah. lotion my feet? You know, why would you do lo- that during the podcast? Well, because there was some lotion sitting in front of me, and I was like, you know what, my feet my would feet like are, to. <laughs> my feet are dry, honestly. Yeah. Anyway, I like it. Right. Sorry. Actually, no, it's funny you say that. I watched my favorite YouTuber, my favorite beauty artist of all time is Jaclyn Hill on YouTube. Um, 
my her be- lipsticks beauty were artist. Her, my beauty artist dream is Jaclyn Hill on YouTube. And she, re- she released a new video this week of her beauty favorites, Claire. And she did a whole like 10 minutes on her favorite foot cream that she puts on every night. <gasps> what is it? It's by the brand Sanitas, which is like really expensive, actually. There's Sanitas. Mm. And then she says there's one by Loxaton. And she said in the video, and I was like, is she serious? She said, I lotion my feet twice a day. Whoa. And I was like, really? She said, I just have really dry feet and that's what happens. Um, so she said she puts it on when she gets out of the shower in the morning. And then before she goes to bed, she puts on lotion and socks. So Claire, you could do that. You could be that girl. You know, I would like to be that girl. So I can remember when I was like a preteen and my mom, it was like, I can't remember if it was like a gift in my Christmas stocking or maybe for my birthday, my mom bought me gloves and socks yes that were in a kit they came with a kit with hand cream and foot cream and and it was like this cute little like gift set and so it was like you're supposed to put the hand cream on at night with the gloves on and then the foot cream on with sleep like the and then just go to sleep at night and I can remember (laughs) feeling like now looking back I'm like that was peak self-care at that time I literally just felt like Mary Kate and Ashley eat your heart out like I'm living (laughs) the dream right now (laughs) fancy okay Oh my gosh. Like Wait, that. Who, who did I, hear? who did I, Oh, today I saw, did y'all see this? Um, that Dak Shepard said that he dated Ashley Olsen for a while, uh, several years ago. And like, yeah. Yeah. What? I was what? Like, what? He said, she's a great person. They dated for a little while. I, I would Google it, but my phone is, you know, so someone look it up. Dak Shepard, who I love and Ashley, I was always an, like Mary Kate and Ashley, both of them were amazing, but Ashley was like my, I wanted to be Ashley Olsen. Ashley was your queen. Yeah. She was, for some reason, I just like wanted her. Dak Shepard dated Ashley. (gasps) Oh my gosh. It feels. Dak Shepard reveals he once dated wonderful Ashley Olsen. Wow. Yeah. Oh. Okay. 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 Mr. Shepard. Okay. So Jacqueline, tell everybody, because if you guys follow us on Instagram, any Wait, of us. Sorry. Um, I don't want to interrupt, but I do. Um, do we have uh, a sponsor this week? <gasps> yes, we do. And I'm yeah, actually glad you interrupted me. I, I love it. I love it. Which, yeah, see, this is the problem. <laughs> Our friends at Relics Bridal sponsor us and they are like angels, literally, but they know that we're just talkers and that um, every week we just start hit record and just start talking for three years. So um, heads up to our <laughs> big thank you, I should say, to our friends at Relics Bridal for sponsoring us. They are the sole reason we're able to be podcasting right now. So the A Black Podcast is presented by our friends at Relics Bridal. Their store, mm-hmm. guys, is so beautiful and welcoming. All three of us have been in there. I've mentioned to you on here before. They are where I got my wedding dress. The experience there was absolutely amazing. If you've never been in there, we cannot recommend Relics Bridal enough. The designer collections they carry are absolutely gorgeous and so unique. The team over there, absolutely amazing. There is a reason that Relics is the highest rated bridal boutique in central Kentucky. They walk with you through the entire journey from consultation to saying yes to the dress. Yes, you can still have that moment. It's not just for TV. Uh, All the way until you pick up your gown before your big day. That's why hundreds of brides, including myself, have trusted Relics with their gown shopping experience. If you're engaged or know someone who is, you need to check them out. They're located at the Summit at Fritz Farm in Lexington on Instagram at Relics Bridal or go to ReliXBridal.com. That's Relics, R-E-L-I-X. And then yes, Claire's like <laughs> miming it. Uh, Jacqueline, uh, do you want to tell them about the very special discount that people get if they mention us? 
Um, <laughs> didn't mean to put you <laughs> on the spot. Let me bring it up. <laughs> oh, you don't have to. I'm sorry. I knew Claire wasn't able to look at her phone because we're recording on it. So uh, I'll do it. Um, by the way, if you mention the A block when you book your appointment with Relics, they're going to make sure you get a special discount on your gown. Gown purchase. purchase. Gown purchase that they offer exclusively to our listeners. And that savings really helps when you're planning your wedding because it gets expensive before you know it. And Relics is looking to help you out. Uh, Thank you. Thank you to our friends at Relics Bridal for this gorgeous partnership with us here at the A Block. We personally know the team behind Relics. Uh, Dan, Chasta, Debbie, Betty, the alterations queen. Like we love the team over there. So um, go check them out. Thank you to Relics Bridal for sponsoring us. Please go see them. And if you do, tag us and then get that discount off of your yeah oh purchase. My please oh, yeah, tag you us. let us know that you want this and i also Sorry. like need to see your dress so just yeah, send so, me like, maybe a private send, it, send it like in secret you know like, <laughs> yeah yes. it to us send and it be, like, this is the dress obviously we'll post it but you know claire is opening a bud heavy right now if you heard <laughs> yeah. that crack right now she's oh, opening shoot, just a, bu- a budweiser <laughs> yeah thank you claire for that that audio was crisp a little <laughs> was it good it yeah, actually it was, was good. Very, it was very asmr <laughs> no i'm just drinking another one of my very favorite new sparkling waters rambler texas limestone filtered lemon lime naturally flavored sparkling water sponsor us please uh, it's you, in proud in proud partnership with the texas parks and wildlife foundation and i know what you're thinking everybody at home right now if you're listening to this podcast you're like these three are a-list superstars and they can have any sponsor they want claire i'd like you to detail the instagram dm (laughs) conversation you had with rambler this week so rambler (laughs) rambler i i i well so if you haven't followed us on instagram do it it's at the a block pod and i made a little um story highlight where i'm trying to remember to put all of the things we love that we mentioned that can live down there i'm not the best at it i'm trying whatever but i posted you're doing rambler thank you baby um and i (laughs) (laughs) if you don't call your friends baby and pretend you're in a like um relationship relationship. why why are you even friends yeah why would you even continue the friendship you know I don't know but so I tagged them and they like they they responded they were like I think they gave me like a heart or like a yay I can't remember what they said and I said oh my gosh thank you so much love your product (laughs) and I ghosted her (laughs) no response no response why Wait, have y'all seen the TikTok trend? Yet another episode where I'm talking about TikToks I've seen. Um, but I love it. I I saw a couple um, <laughs> close to the Super Bowl. And then I saw another one last night that was Euphoria uh, adjacent. But it's Obsessed. like when, um, when <laughs> uh, shoot, I'm not going to get it right. But I'm, I'm going to try anyway. I'm already so, excited. Yeah, I'm so, already pumped. So like the one that I saw like for the Super Bowl was, it's like when she's, when she opens your phone and goes through your D- Instagram DMs and is like dying <laughs> laughing. And it's like the last message he sent is to Joe Burrow. Like, good luck, man. I love you so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've seen those. <laughs> I love that. I and then the one, the one last night that I saw was a girl. Um, it was reversed. So it was like the guy saw the girl's DMs and she had DM'd one of the guys from Euphoria and saying, you looked really handsome in that suit. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Jesus. No. 
I love that. Like that goes in line with one of my favorite TikToks that says like, it only takes like three martinis for me to start replying to everyone's Instagram stories as if they were <laughs> like private like messages per- to me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I would love that You're girl. Like, oh my God, I oh, love yeah, like, that. Love yes, that on baby. you. It looks so good. The You're next morning, like you wake up and look at your responses from people. You're like, why are they messaging me? You're like, oh, cause I messaged them. Um, Excellent. Yeah. You're like, why yeah. did you favorite a message from me and you're like okay yeah you're like I need to not exist like this um anyway yeah okay (laughs) so (laughs) welcome into the a block everyone uh 400 minutes in um it's Claire Haley and Jacqueline your three favorite girls we're hanging out we're living our lives Claire is coming to you from Dallas Texas Jacqueline and I are from our residences in Lexington Kentucky so now we are would you say regional across the country? Like, I don't even know. Worldwide. I, I would hope worldwide, but mm-hmm. we're worldwide. Oh, uh, wait, wait. I was going to make a joke about. Uh, yes. And then I couldn't think of it quick enough. So then I thought, <laughs> I know what I'll say. Wait, I know what I'll say here. It's that I'll say, wait, I was going to make a joke and it'll slap just as hard. Oh my gosh. This you're killing it. I'm killing the game. Killing I'm killing it. If we immediately read the ad read and then introduce ourselves I think our listeners would be like are they okay like yeah because it's not the brand yeah the brand is psychotic chatting from the minute you tune in until the minute you (laughs) leave unorganized (laughs) even though we make a rundown for every episode we never listen (laughs) no no you know Mm -mm. what this is you know what this is (laughs) well Mm. hang on let me let me pause because who was Brittany's husband Federline oh is this chaotic? This Kevin is chaotic Caroline. season two because it was Brittany uh-uh. and Kevin chaotic. We're actually just, we're still Brittany and Kevin, but we're Brittany mm. and Kevin chaotic season two. It's us. Okay. Which guys, I'm here for all of Brittany's nude videos and pictures this week. She it's, covers up those nipples, but then the she fla- she like, she like flutters her fingers and I'm like, are we seeing nipple? I, I think we have, I think we've seen but a little bit, a, she, but she put a little like emoji over it. Yeah. She, she put some emojis over it. But when it's the I videos, look- she like flutters her fingers. Well, if, yeah. guys, if you don't know what we're talking about, Brittany posts these, if you don't follow her on Instagram, you're missing out because Brittany is filled with adventure, ready to tell her story, like living her truth for the first time in 13 years. So she's posting a lot of nudes and by nudes, we mean they're covered up because it's Instagram. Uh, but she posts a lot of videos and pictures now with her hands covering her breasticle testicles and her privates. <laughs> she was fully <laughs> nude on the beach, just rolling around in the waves, having a great time. Honestly, it looks great. Can you it look great. Like you're, you're like, you've been drinking on the beach for all morning and you're like, you know what? I'm just going to go for a walk before we go to lunch. You're just walking You're just walking down the beach looking at the ocean and you just pass Britney Spears and God knows who, who's filming her. Like that's what I always think. It has to be her fiance. It's gotta be. I hope it's got to be if it's not, um, but although recently in the videos she has posted, cause I'm like, she's on the longest vacation of life. Cause she keeps posting videos and pictures from this Hawaiian vacation she's on, but I'm like, is she back? Cause then she posted some videos in the gym yeah. on her vacation and the person videoing it you can see them in the mirror and it's not her fiance and I was like is this a random staff member at the hotel that she's like real quick I need you I to film it's like a, a chaotic video of me she probably yeah she has to have an assistant has Doesn't to she? I, if you guys don't know this the three of us stand Britney Spears have for 300 years and we will never stop like she is 
She is the truth. Britney Spears is the truth. I re- she had a post the other day, and then we'll finally move on past all this nonsense that we're talking about. But she had a post <laughs> the other day that I thought, or I think it was just yesterday that I thought was really sweet. In the midst of all the nude beach stuff, she was talking about, she like started posting in all caps, and but she like acknowledged it. It was a cute caption, but she was talking about how she, um, and that for the past however many years has just been wearing like any old makeup but she's trying going back to wearing chanel because she never felt prettier than when she was wearing chanel makeup and posted that picture from however many years ago and she's like i i was wearing only chanel makeup in this photo blah blah, blah. i don't know i just thought it was really sweet like no yes, girl, i thought you it was can really sweet afford too afford chanel makeup and you can yeah. have anything you want yeah so i do too i love that yeah. Guys, if you're at home right now and you're checking in on the Jacqueline goes to the bathroom count, it's two so far. Our sweet Jacqueline <laughs> is nothing if not hydrated. And this is an inside joke Claire and I always have with Jacqueline. Like if Jacqueline's not leaving the table, if you're out to drinks, dinner, boozy brunch, whatever, if Jacqueline's not leaving the table every 10 minutes to go run to the ladies room, she's not hydrated. Jacqueline no. is the most hydrated person you will ever meet. Jacqueline, how much also, water do you drink a day? I have a small bladder and then I drink like a hundred drinks a day. Uh-huh. So, okay. So I love okay, it. So you, and I always have three drinks with me. So right now, I always have big thing. Water, 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 huge, no, actually huge. IV, I will say it's remnants, oh, like, like a little liquid IV. Good. I have the sparkling water. Yes. And then I have a glass of red wine. <laughs> yes, baby girl. Keep that and usually moving. earlier in the day, this would be like a nice coffee or like a nice latte, but obviously it's evening. So it's red wine. Having Very a little good. wine. Just Excellent. Having a little wine. Vino. Vino. All right. Now mm-hmm. I'm actually going to run to the ladies room while you guys continue talking. <laughs> be right Excellent back. work. Excellent work. Okay. I am. Um, yeah. Well, I was going to explain what we were going to do today, but we can yes, wait. do it. Do it. Yes. Okay. No, please get into it. My God, put us out of our misery. All right. All right. <laughs> Stop yelling at me. Okay. Well, so today, um, if you didn't see our, um, we posted on our Instagram story and our Instagram, I mean the, the podcast Instagram story, um, the other day, you know, just asking people, um, what kind of lifestyle topic they wanted us to discuss. And we just, talked about how we would talk about something that has to do with our lifestyle. Um, you know, every once in a while, doesn't need to be every other week, but, and yeah. we, um, we wanted to, t- you know, we kind of tossed around the ideas of talking about transitions and big life changes or expectations for women or social media pressures. Um, and those kind of honestly all go can a bit yeah, hand they hand. overlap a little. Yeah. 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 A little bit. Um, but based on our poll on Instagram, um, most people wanted us to talk about transitions and big life changes. And we just thought that that was like a good, um, thing for all of us to talk about since the three of us have gone through recent life changes, whether it be, you know, Haley with getting married and, you know, starting her own business and, um, you know, me, I'm still in Lexington, but I changed careers and Claire not only changed careers, but she also moved across the country. Um, (laughs) so we thought that it could just be like a fun thing that the three of us could discuss. And, um, I don't know, you know, just, I guess relate to, And maybe impart a little advice about what we've learned or just, I don't know. I think like we did, you know, ages ago with our, with our, like we came to that decision, you know? 
Yeah. And then I think there's a lot of, I know in times where I've uh, either had something on my mind or I'm in the midst of trying to figure out if I want to do something kind of big. When I hear other people talk about having done it or having the same thoughts as me, it kind of helps a normalize the anxieties and scary stuff that's going on in my head and B kind of gives me some things to think about and mull over. So we just thought we'd try that, give it a shot. Um, and yeah, we'll mix these in every now and then, but, um, yeah. So who wants to dive, dive in first? Uh Oh, here we go. Oh, that That wasn't great. Yeah, that wasn't all right. Haley was opening a can. I'm doing a can. Uh Okay. If you're keeping track, I just opened out a mango white claw, which is actually delicious. The blackberry was great. The mango is good. Yeah, I'm making me to refill her wine. Jealous. jealous. Are you still in your jealous. no sugar? Are you still in your no sugar? I am. Yes. Okay. How long are we I, doing the no sugar, including alcohol, to, which obviously turns to sugar? Yeah, I'm trying to do it for six weeks. So I'm on OMG. week two. Yeah. Good for you. That's awesome. Oh yeah. Shit. It's it's um it's going okay. It's <laughs> the okay, weekend was great. The weekend was really hard. I don't, if anybody's ever gone through, like anybody who's ever tried to do something like this, am I alone in that the week is actually very easy because my week is regimented. Like I have lunch at this time. I have dinner at this time. I yes. can make sure I eat this and I know I can eat that. But the weekend, it's just the wheels are off. I don't know yes. where I'm going to be, what I'm going to be doing, who I'm going to be with. And so it turns into a stressful situation. Mm-hmm. But um, Monday through Thursday, so well, Sunday through Thursday, feeling fine. Friday and Saturday scare me a little bit, but I'm, I'm trying my best. I went Good. to two restaurants this past weekend and still stuck to it. So, oh, good. That's, awesome. that's wonderful. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to become a health influencer. That's for sure. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. 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 I have to keep, I have to keep muting because I keep burping. <laughs> <laughs> that is the health influencing that you're going to get when you come to the eight block. You got to do that. That's what happens when you slam um, seltzer water. So that's what oh really my gosh. is. <laughs> All day, every day. I'm trying to like hide my belches from the public. Wow. Um, all right. So big transitions, new transitions. Like Jacqueline mentioned, we've all recently in some form or fashion made some pretty big ones. Yes. Um, and I guess I'll pose the question and then we can kind of answer it. Like how did, so you, you have this idea, you have this wild idea, like I'm, I want to switch jobs. I want to change careers completely. What's next? Like, where do you go from there? How do you go forward and decide, is this just a crazy idea I had, or is this something I actually want to do and I can take actionable steps towards accomplishing it? Mm -hmm. I think that's a great question because yeah, the three of us have all changed careers in the last two years, like all three Mm -hmm. of us. And so For me, it was, so like I left, I was in local news, the same as Claire and Jacqueline for 10 years and it was wonderful. Loved every experience. It was great. I think for me, when you first start out in any career or local news, or let's say you get a job in your degree from college, it's just kind of the next step. And it takes a couple of years before you realize like, okay, my degree is in this, but I don't necessarily have to do this. Mm -hmm. So for me, it was always, I'm just going to take the next news job, whatever job comes along, whatever job I try for and I get it. Great. For me, it was because I left local news and I am still in television, but I'm strictly in like entertainment comedy television now. 
for me, the job came along and what really spurred me to do it was if I don't at least try this, I know I could always come back to news if I want. It's my safe space. I know I'm good at it. I know I've trained for it. I could always come back, but I was, what really pushed me to do it was, I think I'll always regret if I don't at least try it. Even if it blows mm-hmm. up in my face, I don't want to look back years from now and think, but what if I had tried that was the big thing that I kept feeling in my heart when I was like, do I want to go out on my own and start a production company and start a TV show and do this whole thing? It was very scary and just a big career change, but it was like, but if I don't, I'll always do that weird wondering thing where you're like, mm-hmm. what if it had been the thing? So for me, it was for, you know, there were a lot of reasons where it lined up for me, but that for me was the big thing where I was like, I don't want to look back and think, you know, still in an early stage of my life, you know, it far enough in my career, but early enough where it's like, I could make that big change and I want to do it and try it. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. And I can go back to news or try something else. But that yeah. for me was the, that from just, I guess, kind of an answer to your question, Claire was just kind of like, that was my thinking. That yeah. was my thinking yeah. of the next step. I kept, for me, it was a lot of thinking before I took physical action. Yeah. Yeah. I would say I kind of went through the same thinking. I mean, obviously I changed careers, um, but yeah. you know, I didn't leave my career to start a business. I leave to, for another, a different position in a different mm-hmm. field, basically. Um, but for me personally, I mean, I really honestly, truly did have a lot of like, I was like really torn, you know, like I just, oh, yeah. I was like, I don't know, like, you know, and then I kind of was also, I think I was doing this for a while in my like personal life too. I was just doing it in general where I was like unhappy, but I just was trying to figure out like what that source of the unhappiness was. And then I'm like, okay, the next, the next thing is what's going to make me happy. Whether that be, oh, you know, I, finally like get my eating, you know, consistent and lose a little bit of weight and I work out and, you know, Mm -hmm. that's, what's going to make me happy. Or I, like I move and live in a better place and that's, what's going to make me happy. Or I get this better position and that's going to make me happy. But I think I, you know, I got to this point where I realized that it wasn't the next thing. It was just like, I had to figure out how to, you know, how to, work through that, you know, in the moment and not keep looking for the next thing. And, um, I work, I really, really worked on that in therapy, but you know, with, when it came to my career, I very was like, I just, you know, the next, it was like the next thing. It was like, I was working mornings and on the weekends. And then I eventually like was nightside Monday through Friday. And I'm like, okay, well, thank God. Now I can like hang out with my friends on the weekends and I'm not wasting my PTO days to go to like my cousin's wedding back in Chicago, you Mm -hmm. know, I felt like Mm -hmm. I had a little bit of a life and that was okay. And then after a while, I just was like, I don't want to report on someone's worst day of their life every single day. And that's just what I felt like I was doing. Yeah. Um, and I got my shift got switched again and I was, you know, like our day side shift in news, which they call the nine to six. Um, and I, you know, was, I felt like I would have more control over my stories and be able to be more creative with my storytelling. And that just wasn't happening consistently enough. And then Uh I was like, I don't like the cons at that point were just outweighing the pros. Uh 
But then from there, it was like, I don't even know what I would do. Yes. <laughs> that's a scary yeah. thing. It's that's like, it. I'm, yeah. you know, I was it's like, like, I, I know this even... isn't working, but what's next? That's yeah. a yeah. scary thought. So then, so, you know, and, I, and then I think it's a whole different thing. And the three of us can relate to this as a journalist. I think in that field, a lot of people, the, the journalist part of your career becomes like your like identity. Yeah. Like, a lot of yeah. people are like, well, this is just who I am. This isn't just my career. And I just was like, well, what if I'm not this? Like, then what does that mean? Like who I, am? I don't know. It was like, it was kind of nuts. And it involved a lot of mental breakdowns more than I would like to admit, but you know, I just started applying for jobs. Like I cannot even tell you how many different job interviews I had. And I just was like, you know what? Like, I just was like, you know, shooting at whatever and hoping something would stick and it eventually did. And, um, you know, I like almost took another job before I took, I took this one. And now looking back on it, I'm like, well, thank God I didn't take that one or, you know, and, and every yeah. time a job interview, I wouldn't get one, it would be so upsetting. And I just, and then it just brought up all these other emotions of like, oh my God, why am I doing this? Like, why am I choosing to just like change my entire life? And, mm-hmm. you know, I was, yeah. I really, really was questioning myself. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, I know. So like, I've, I'm, I'm the type of person who historically, I was always looking for the next change. I was always looking for something different and always wanting to try something different, wanting to move somewhere, not really batting much of an eye at making a big change. There's always going to be, I think, little scary moments and of course, challenges and making big changes. But on the whole, I like tended towards it. I liked it. And then I'm 36. So I hadn't moved since I turned 30. So I moved Mm -hmm. to Lexington. I turned 30 in Lexington. And then I was there till just a few months ago. And I started getting that, you know, push inside. Cause I think we all, when you're wanting to make a big change or you're, you're coming up on this monumental event in your life, you do start to feel it in your gut whether you oh, listen to it or not. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, it's that uneasy, uneasy, yeah. like, and, uh. Yeah. And I started feeling it and I was like, oh, man, because for the first time in my life, I didn't want it. I was like, no, 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 no. I don't want to do this. I don't, I want, I just want to be happy here. I just want this to be my life because I don't want to go through all of that. And mm-hmm. I put it off. I mean, I put off wanting to, make a big change for a couple years because I was so scared because mm-hmm. I was so freaked out. And I think it does maybe get a little harder as you get older. I mean, so many things do because we become less, you know, we have nomadic. More, yeah, exactly. And so I pushed it down and pushed it down and I'll never forget. I was on a walk with my, with my mom. I was on the, on a walk talking to my mom And I said something out loud and it was really what my big push was, is I have never been a person who makes decisions because I'm afraid I make decisions. I don't let fear be the decision maker. I let what Mm -hmm. I want be the decision maker in spite of the fear Mm -hmm. and what I was doing and what I had been doing was letting fear and just the scariness of being uncomfortable and being challenged and going through insane changes get in the way of living to my full potential because 
I was actively accepting when I didn't want to move saying, this is good enough. This is fine enough. I can, I could do this. I could get this promotion at work and get paid more than I'm going to make if I miss, if I transfer, change careers or mm-hmm. this person and this person, I want them. And, you know, it's just like, I was accepting things without wanting better for my, or I, I, I was accepting less for myself knowingly. So I didn't have to go through all of the uncomfortable stuff to get to the other side, which I'm there now. And I think a good thing maybe for us to talk about now and I really don't have any of this written out. (laughs) I'm like trying, but I'm coming up with an outline in my head is, so you get to the other side, you've made the decision. And even if you're so happy with the decision, I want to normalize saying like, it's not perfect. Like nothing's perfect. There's going to be growing pains and scary stuff still, but I know I feel a sense of peace. Like I've made a decision and it was the right one. And is, am I a millionaire, uh, 110 pounds and, you know, have a perfect life? No, but things feel a lot better because I know I've, I've gone out and gotten something for myself that I wanted and decided not to let the fear of not doing so win. Oh, absolutely. I think sometimes the fear wins because it's like feeling, even though, you know, in your gut, fine, staying the status quo, resolve some fear because it's like, at least I know, at least I'm comfortable. At least I know this life, even though I know this isn't the life I fully want, it's comfortable as opposed to like, Oh, balls. Like I'm going to pick this whole new life that I know is what I want, but it's all new. And I'm having to make new friends. I have to find a new apartment. I have to find the post office. I have to know what grocery store I go to. I have to figure out these people that my new job, like, do they like me? Do I like them? What's the status quo here? It's just, it's so much easier to stay in your comfortable little bubble than, than go. And so, oh, Claire, everything you were saying, I'm like, oh my gosh, I identify with that so much. It's so frightening to take that first step. But anyway, Mm -hmm. so once you get there, let's say you're, you're at that first day at that new job or whatever, I can remember every time I have moved, especially this, you know, most recent job for me, but even in the past, every job I regretted it almost immediately. Yeah, it's like I've made the I've 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 messed up. I always, every time, every time, every time. Yes, you're like, oh well, this is good. And I'm just being totally honest. Every new job I've ever taken, I've been like, well, I screwed up my life because this is not, this doesn't feel good at all. And then a month later, a month later, I'm like, this is my life and I love it. It's amazing. I chose the right thing. But guys, getting through that first month of any change, even if you know it is the change for you and perfect at least for me and hopefully for you guys or for a lot of people out there, it feels like absolute hell the first month because everything is different and the growing pains are insane. You instantly think I wouldn't have to, yes, you wouldn't think, you think I wouldn't have to be going through any of this uncomfortability if I'd stayed in the okay place where I was. Yes, it's it's exhausting. Yeah, you're like, it's exhausting. There is is no safe station. And it goes, yes, it's like, I can't. The changes go from everything from like, what you do in your actual job to like, well, like what time are you going to eat lunch today? Like, are you going to eat out every day? Like, are you going to just plan (laughs) to like bring your, bring your lunch? And like, when do you work out? Where do you work out? Like just the big things, even the dumb decisions like that 
you know, I feel like that is just all like kind of, it's just all like kind of stressful. Well, cause yeah. changing jobs is changing your life. Like, especially yeah. when you come from news, like guys, just for context, if you don't know, like if you work in local news, 99% of the time, unless you work at a real shithole, you are under contract. So the way that those of us work in news, we're on a timeline from the day we start. We're all under yeah. contract for like a lot of industries, but especially news, usually it's a two-year or a three-year contract. So for the first like half of that, you can kind of float along. You're just focused on your job. Everything's good. And then the last six months, you're in a panic because your station where you currently work is saying, hey, are you staying? Or you're sending yeah. out your resume or your agent is saying, hey, I've got these other stations interested yep. or you're sending out stuff. So then so, you're trying to get another job, but then you're exactly. also like, well, do I stay? Do I not? And you're going through this internal battle of yeah. what you do. And then on top of that, you have the current pressure of the place that you're at now being like, what are you saying? What are you doing? Like, we need an answer. But then it's like, okay, well, if you tell them no, and then you don't have a job and then like, you don't get a new job, you're fucked. <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Then it's like, then you're just out of a job the last day of your contract. It's like, yeah. oh my God. And that's what I, I remember that's what I did. And I told oh, them I fine. And I did not have a job lined up. I had like three job interviews. I had one job that I was like going on like a third round. And I was like in a full, I remember the morning I had to have this discussion. I like had, I woke up and like had a panic attack. Cause I was oh. like, what if I don't get a job? Like, mm-hmm. oh my God. And I'm, what I'm, am I going to do? Insane. What am I doing? Like, this is crazy. Yes. Like uh-huh. I'm legit insane. And then it did work out, but like, mm-hmm. I don't know, like it was, it was so scary. And I think that I think one of the important things that I would say, if you're in a position where you're looking to change, you know, to make a big change, I think the biggest piece of advice I would give would just to like, if you're feeling really stressed out, like don't beat yourself up because you're feeling stressed out about it. Cause like, that's just not going to help. Like I, I think you just have to kind of allow yourself to feel that way and then figure out what you can do to alleviate that stress just in that time period. But then also remember that the stress, if you, even if you do decide or you don't decide, like all of those feelings are temporary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And once you take that new job and answer to Claire's question, like once you take that new job or you make that first big life change, like Claire said, it's not perfect, certainly not immediately and maybe never ever because life never is perfect. But for me and my personal experience and a lot of other people out there, that first month is uh, it feels like a never ending vacation and not in a good way. It feels like <laughs> the first couple of weeks and months feel like, wow, this is hell. And it feels like uh, let me just get through this. Cause I'm going to go back to my other life in a minute, but you're not, yeah, you're no. in that new life. So for me, the biggest thing was every time I would get a new job, including this latest one that I've had now for two years and I love it now, but at first and every other job, I would just remind myself, I have felt this same way before. Yes. Yeah. I do I that too. Felt, yes. I have felt regretful. I have felt like, Oh no, I should have stayed in my safe little cocoon. And then I've turned around and three months in been like, no, I've made great new friends. I'm making so much more money. I feel so much more fulfilled, you know? So I think it's just making it through that transitional phase that tries to lie to you and tell you, you made the wrong decision. Yeah. And it's not true. Yeah. 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 I think for me, one thing that was really helpful in the decision-making process and then 
yeah, the decision-making process, I guess, is um, drunk off this sparkling water, you guys. I'm losing it. Claire, please. <laughs> um, Put the bottle down. Uh, she substituted all the sparkling water for vodka. I, I thought it was interchangeable. And even mixed. She's putting yeah. tequila in the can off camera. So exactly. You exactly. know that she's drunk. Don't make it a issue. little secret. Shh. Um, but <laughs> I, identifying the, the challenges, you know, will be there once you make the change and being honest with yourself and deciding, okay, can I am I okay with that change? Knowing, I mean, whether it be financial, if you're in a situation where you need to make a certain amount of money, um, maybe you can't make that change right now because you have mm-hmm. a family to provide for or whatever, or you have a, a payment, a, a mortgage or a car payment or whatever. I mean, I mm-hmm. certainly was in that position in this past move is I was up against it in terms of, I can't take that big of a pay cut because I've got this, this, and that I have to pay for. I'm an adult in America. I have to pay for yes. Yeah. And yeah. then also yes. realizing, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm losing a, an amazing group of friends in terms of having them there for me, but I'm gaining more family time. I'm losing being one of the more senior people at my job and knowing everything about the place that I, can you also hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. My, my phone is dying. (laughs) Um, and and being one of the most senior people and knowing everything about my job to going and becoming the greenest lowest on the totem pole, have no idea what I'm doing and may not know what I'm doing for months at a time. Am I okay with that? Like, that is your reality, Claire. Like, do you know that's going to happen? Don't, move across country and act all brand new. Like you didn't know this was going to happen. And so Mm -hmm. I started really negotiating all of that stuff within myself months and months and months ago. And it helped me, I think, be mentally tougher right now. And then, yeah, I just accepting that it's not going to be perfect, but you're doing what you want. And reminding myself that I didn't settle, I think really, really helped. Also, Mm -hmm. I think with like with any big decision, whether you're breaking up with a boyfriend or you're, um, starting and quitting your job or anything, thinking about it is almost a thousand times worse. And it's like going up the hill on the roller coaster or ripping off the bandaid. And once you do it, if it's the right decision, this is just my firm belief. You feel a sense of relief in some way where suddenly hundred percent you're like, I did it. This was right. It's going to be okay. Yes. Yes. Like that morning oh my I gosh. Talked about when I had to, like, when I had to have this meeting to tell them and I knew it was coming and I basically had made the decision that I was going to leave, but I didn't have a job lined up. And I woke up and had that panic attack. The second I had, I told them and I just made the decision to leave final. I immediately was like, Oh my God. I just felt the weight of the world was off my shoulders yes. and I immediately felt a thousand times better. And even if like, I still, you know, I still had a bunch of unknowns in front of me, but just being able to make one decision to take that step forward, even though I was still on the future was still unknown, made me feel so much better. Mm-hmm. Yes. Just having made the decision. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that you said something good. My audio probably sounds a little bit different. Um, but, uh, is 
making that one little decision or maybe big decision or doing a little bit every day toward this change will either help give you some peace, maybe some clarity, or just makes it seem like not as big of a monster as it is (laughs) because Mm -hmm. any big change is a lot, but yeah, doing a little bit every day. I mean, that's like with anything, you know, doing a little bit every day is way better. And I say this as a massive champion procrastinator, but it's just better to chip away at something than put it off and act like it's not happening and it festers and then it blows up and suddenly you're, I don't know, I don't even want to give any examples of what could happen. There's a lot of bad things. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, bad things. Yeah. For sure. Oh and my gosh. I, I, think, yes. I think, you know, a part of the process too, no matter like what life choice you're contemplating um, or, you know, like you're thinking about doing, I think one of the r- big things that really helped me was I looked at the circle of people that I know, like friends um, family, maybe even like friends of friends. And I was like, okay, who do I know that might know someone who was, was kind of in a similar position, made the career change or whatever else. Like, I think that you, I think me talking to those people helped me. Like I had someone who literally helped me like redo, they revamp, they helped me revamp my resume and give me, gave me advice on like certain wording and like wording that they, that I should use in interviews. And I think that that really helped me, but that also just helped me like gain a perspective of like, I knew I was making the right decision. Um, so I think no matter what kind of change, it's important to have those, you know, to find those type of people in your life that, you know, could, had a similar experience where you could just talk it out. Like, how did they, what did they do? How did they come to that decision? What did they do going forward? How did they handle it? How did they get there? How did they actually make that decision and make the change? Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. I think that helps. And also, you know, I mean, we talk about it all the time, but I would suggest, you know, potentially going to therapy as crazy Uh as it sounds. I mean, I think talking to someone who, you know, is involved in your life and knows you well, but is like an unbiased third party really helps because, you know, you could go in there one week and say, I want to dye my hair red. And then the next week you're like, no, just kidding. I want it to be blue. They're like, let's talk about this. Yes. You know, (laughs) well, you can only talk to yourself so much before you start to drive yourself literally insane. And like Mm -hmm. a lot of times, like Claire, you saying, you said something out loud to your mom on the phone. When you go to therapy, or even if you, you can't afford therapy, or let's say you're not comfortable with it, just being able to have someone in your life, be it a therapist, a friend, a parent, a guardian, whoever, that you can say the wildest shit to, the craziest thoughts you've ever had, especially in regards to moving or making a big life change. And sometimes just hearing it out loud gives you the clarity because you're yeah. like, wow, I didn't know I felt that way. But also saying it to someone else and hearing their f- honest feedback where they don't hear all the buzz that's in your head because of all the stress you're going through just letting them give you honest feedback where they're only hearing the literal words you're saying of like, I don't know if this is going to fulfill me, or I don't know if I want to make that little money, or I don't know if I, if I want to be out of TV, is that a big part of my identity? You know, it's like just saying it out loud is so big and you, you're never going to respond to yourself in the true way that someone else will, or especially a therapist. So I 100% agree. Sometimes just saying the words out loud is so impactful. 
Yeah. yeah I know that I, helps me. And uh-huh. I think Jacqueline, you were, you were onto something good there when you were talking about talking to this person or that person or reaching out to people. Anytime you're making a decision, I, or I'm making a decision, I like to kind of poll and, and just use your community, use your network, use the people around you uh, that okay. obviously okay. Are, 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 who are good examples or who are living the life that you like or want and, and ask, yeah, how'd you get there? What advice do you have? Or am I crazy for thinking this and really fill it out and, and get a taste. It's kind of like, you know, they encourage you to get an internship before you go out and get a job. Like it's same thing throughout your life. You're constantly needing to get a new perspectives and new experiences to determine, you know, the next phase of your life. And mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think that's so important to, to reach out to people yes. and use people because also people on the whole probably want to help you. Yeah. And I, th- I oh think, my gosh, if they're people that you value. Yeah, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, I think if, especially if you've been through like a big change, I think that if, you know, if you had people help you and then someone reaches out to you, you're going to be like, oh, hell yeah. Like I want to help. I mean, Absolutely. I had some of the people that I talked to, you know, they were like, you know, I was like, can I like, buy you coffee or like, can we go out to lunch? And they were like, no, I don't want anything. But if they told me, they were like, if someone comes to you in this position, they're like, you have to help them. I'm like, okay, I will. But I think, you know, just in that you just have to, you have to ask for advice for the people around you. And even if it's, you know, Hey, do you know anyone who's moved across the country and changed jobs? Or do you know anyone that's made a career change or, you know, how did this, you know, how did your friend decide they wanted to get married or like any, I mean, really seriously, anything could be yeah. you have to outsource, you know, to some degree, it's nice to outsource that decision-making and hear how other people came to that decision. And, um, you know, you can talk through it with yourself. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it's so good to hear from those people closest to you that, you know, love you unconditionally because guys, I know you may not think it when you're making these decisions, but screw the people in the world. Honestly, like anytime I've made a big decision, I won't realize until I'm talking to someone else about it, how much I'm letting what I assume other people are going to think about my decision play into my decision. Yeah. Yeah, You know? And then when I stop and think about it, I'm like, if I'm okay with it and those closest to me are in support of me and see, you know, whatever, why do I care what everyone else thinks? And like Claire and Jacqueline know this, like we've been friends for years, all three of us, like we all have made the big decisions that we've run by each other or, you know, things in our lives, be it relationships or work stuff or anything. It's like bottom line, if you're cool with it and you know, you're not hurting anyone by this decision, you know, you're benefiting yourself, you know, in your core, in your heart and your soul, this is good for you. But, but if those around you are in support, it's like, Guys, let go of what everyone else is thinking about this decision because nine times out of 10, they're not thinking about it as much as you think they are. Or yeah, they're not thinking about it at all. Yeah. At all. They're not thinking about it as much as you think they are. or They're not thinking about it at all because I have been, me personally, I've been tied up in that before been like, what is everybody going to think if I make this decision? It's like, who's everybody? Right. That's something my therapist used to always say to me when I'd be like, what are people going to think about it? She's like, who are these people that you think are going to think this? And I'm like, 
Oh, well, I don't know. <laughs> well, <laughs> I know. know. So I, think I don't that's know. a big thing for me is like letting go of these imaginary people that you think are going to think something. And even if they do think it, they're going to think it for one second and they're going to be gone because they're too busy with their own lives. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I know one thing kind of, we all three struggled with a little bit talking about how news was our life. It becomes, I mean, it oh is a lifestyle and it's yeah a huge part of your personality. And yeah. I know when I was starting to get more and more confident with telling people other than like you guys or my family, I'm going to leave news. People be like, oh my gosh, but uh, it's so cool. Or, oh my gosh, you're so good oh at gosh. it. Or, oh my gosh, people this, this always used to tell me that they're like, why and are you leaving? I'm like, well, I don't really make a lot of money. <laughs> well, I, I mean, yeah, I, exactly. You're like, do you think they pay us in diamonds? Cause they don't. <laughs> yeah. And I, it just came down to, well, and I let that make the decision for me for so long is yeah, the things yes. that other people were telling me, I was like, okay, well, if I'm good at it or if it's cool, or if people think I'm crazy for leaving, then maybe I'm really crazy. Yes. Oh my finally, gosh. Yes. Finally, I really was like, no, I'm unhappy. I'm unhappy and I don't feel mm-hmm. like myself. And so I have to do this. And guess what? Never been <laughs> I'm, better? Pretty, I'm pretty sure the world is still spinning and I feel a lot better. <laughs> exactly. So, That's yeah. the thing. That's the thing. But and in news, I cried, especially, I cried, yeah. I cried. Oh my God. <laughs> of course you did. Literally Claire's last night after Jacqueline and I threw her that surprise party, which could not have gone better. And we could talk about it all day. It was just like such a dream, not only for Claire, because we wanted her to know how much everyone adores her in Lexington still does to this day. But even afterwards, like that, the way that night ended was me and Jacqueline dropped Claire and her mom up at her apartment. And we had hugged a million times, cried a million times. We like hug, same thing outside of her apartment. And Claire just turns her back to us and goes, I can't, I can't hug or cry anymore. I'm leaving. Good good night. Goodbye. And we were like, (laughs) she goes, goodbye. And me and Claire, me and Haley were like, but we want a more hug. Yeah, but we literally couldn't. I couldn't. No, like I get that. It's like, you can only go through so much emotional upheaval, but it was so like, Claire knows she can be real with us. Like me and Jacqueline, like knows that she could be like, guys, I've hugged enough. I've seen so many people tonight. Like you guys know how I feel. Everything's fine. But it's like, if guys get people around you like that, <laughs> like, and if you yes. do consider yourself very lucky and those are the opinions you need to count, you need to count your opinion first of yourself and what makes you truly happy. Cause even though you talk to these people, you're the only one that actually knows how you tick. But, um, and I think, um, I think, you know, I'm, um, I'm a big to do list gal like I love for sure love a I love list. more than a to-do list okay and yes. I literally I will like I love lists so much I will put a task on there that I already did that day just to exit off okay so <gasps> I think Same. yes so if you're similar in that sense sense I would I suggest if you're thinking about a change whatever it could be um write out like the pros and cons. And I think that would help just to legit, you know, it's, it's one thing to think about it, but it's another thing to see it on paper and to Uh actually write it out and then to, to look at it. And if you Uh are like in the process of making this decision, like if you find yourself questioning yourself about whatever decision you're making, go back and look at that pros and cons list and be like, no, this is a, this is a good decision. It sucks temporarily in this moment, but I know it'll be better because, you know, and you have to look at all the pros and look at all the cons and see 
why. Um, and then also I know for me, you know, like the unknown, um, like really, I don't know, like it just like terrifies me. I don't like it. It gives me a lot of anxiety. And I think if you make a to-do list, like, okay, you know, in order to make this change, I'm going to, this is the first step I'm going to take. And then this is the second step. And I think if you just like kind of make like a small to-do list and then slowly add to it, I don't know. I think that could help. It could also kind of help just like straighten out your thoughts on, you know, how to move forward and, um, how to make, how to actually make the change. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, no, a very wise friend that I once had not only set a pros and cons list, but they also told me once when they were trying to make a big decision was how does this situation make me feel? And it said, if this situation or person makes me feel and put on a list, it was a pros and cons, but it's like the way that I feel pros and cons, not just pros and cons. Like I make more money or I make less money or da da da. Those are very valid points, but sometimes those aren't the whole story. Sometimes the rest of the story is like, how does this person or situation or job or lifestyle make me feel in my soul, in my core, you know, pros and cons. They may make me feel happy 20% of the time, but 60% of the time they make me feel like crap, you know? So pros and cons, not only in the factual sense of, I make this amount of money. I get these hours. I, you know, have these benefits and negative benefits. It's also, those aren't the full story. The full story can also be, how does this make me feel emotionally? You know, and if it's not fulfilling you in that way, sometimes it's not worth the dollar amount you're making. (laughs) Oh, for sure. And I mean, I did, I did that with a person one time in my life and it, it was a game changer, literally helped like changed the way my brain was like working. The clear, way I was just, thinking. just if we're, if we're just being hundred percent clear when I said a very wise friend that I went I know. to, I was talking about Claire. Okay, good. I just want to make sure you knew that that's what I was talking about. I know. Okay. I was like, okay. Her now saying I did that too. I was like, oh no, 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 baby girl. I know, I'm talking saying, about you. That was me. That was me. That was me and a boy once upon a time. And it, yes. I mean, it, it truly changed. I was like, what? It was, so, I actually just talked about that this past weekend about how I just can't believe it was like a magical thing. So it is, you just don't think to, when you think of pros and cons list, you think of the hard concrete stuff, which is valid as well. But then certain things it's like, Ooh, but sometimes the way I feel isn't worth those pros and cons. (laughs) Exactly. Um, one thing that it kind of popped in my head that I wanted to mention, because I know we have mostly female listeners. Um, although we found out we do have a some male listeners out there that we honestly like, I was kind of shook at how many males responded to our question and I was like oh my god like you, know. you guys listen to our you guys listen to our news about the Kardashians yeah, like, oh what's, hi what's Kyle Todd Bill <laughs> James Joe Ryan <laughs> we love you all so much um but this one's for the ladies um and I I if this is something that's in your head or is not in your head. I don't know, but it definitely was in mine. So I just want to say, Hey, as I know, when I made the big decisions, a big factor was, well, this kind of goes back to expectations. This means I'm going to be single for this much longer. This means I won't oh, be yes. married oh, yeah. for this much longer. I won't have kids. It's weird for me to be 36 and single and people are going to think there's something wrong with me. Uh-huh. And I won't lie. There are still days where I have that feeling where I'm like, people probably wonder what, yada, yada, yada. But 
I have found out that a, I'm not alone. And B, I am weird. No, I'm kidding. Um, uh, I was like, no, you're not. Stop. Uh, but, like, it's, but like what I gained is so much better than what I had trying to live up to, well, I should be married or I should do this or I should stay here and do that because that's the more normal thing to do. And sometimes you just got to be a little different and weird because it's not a one size fits all life. You know, you've got to do what works for you. And I know we all had ideas of what we wanted our lives to be when we were 15, 16, 18, 22. And thank God, honestly, it doesn't turn out the way I imagined it. And also I'm trying to remind myself that, you know, I am not the one with the master plan. I can't know what's best for me. And cause I can't see the future, but it's exactly uh, no, just you're 100% know, right. Yeah. That if you have those feelings, you're not alone, but it's, it's okay. It's just okay. And like, what's supposed to work out for you in terms of your life's path or who you're supposed to come in contact with. I think as long as you really trust your gut and do the next right thing and get the life, you know, you want go after that and whatever that is, whether it's living in an apartment or living in a house or, you know, making more money or what, I mean, whatever it is, it doesn't have to be big. Um, I think you can trust that things are going to go. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I think, um, you know, if you're a woman and you're like, you know, you know, you want to have kids and you know, you want to like build a family, wouldn't you rather wait and be a little older and a little wiser and make the right choice with the right partner rather than settling? And then like, maybe just having this, like, I don't know, just like mediocre thing. Like I think the kids in your future, in your family would be so much better off. And if you just, I don't know, just have faith that it will all eventually work out. I think that it would be so much better in the long run in 10 years rather than in like five years. I don't know. if uh-huh. that happens. You know? No, it totally does. And like, um, Sorry, Jacqueline. I didn't mean to speak over you. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, um, I, I think that it's just so funny now when I, Claire, you kind of touched on it when you talk about like what we thought we were going to be doing by this age or what we think that, you know, what we think is the ultimate by the time we get to this age. Now, when I look back and now having lived it, like, I'm like, I'm 33 years old now, but I'm like, I still don't feel ready to have children. I still don't. And when I think back to where I was when I was 20 and thought, okay, by the time I'm 25, I want to be married. I want to have my first baby by 27. I want to say Exactly. <laughs> like, I'm like now having lived it, I'm like, honey, I can still barely take care of myself. If I didn't have my therapist, Linda, I wouldn't even be here. Um, <laughs> but also like the other, so one thing I'm just like, guys, if you're putting these rules on, and restrictions on yourself as to when you think you should be married or especially for women, men out there, we know you're listening somehow and we don't know why you're here, but we're so appreciative that you are. Um, but especially for women, it's like, screw that shit. Like, honestly, like it's not real. It's not optimal. And secondly, the biggest thing we touched on it a second ago is that no one is thinking about you. 
No one is. You think in your head, everyone is thinking about me and judging my lifestyle. No one gives a literal flying shit about what you're doing. They may think about it for one second and then they move on because they're so absorbed in their own life, which they should be. No one is thinking about what you're doing. And secondly, as a woman who is 33 years old now, I'm like, what you thought when you were 20, if you go ahead and do it, honey, and that's your life choice and that's your life plan, God bless you. And that's what God intended for you. Perfection. But if it's not, I'm like, now it's 33. I'm like, uh, the life I thought that I was going to have when I was 20 did not materialize. And I'm thank literally Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord, that it didn't. Because if I had forced myself into that situation, I would be wildly unhappy now. And so I'm like, I'm, you know, so it's, it, the two things for me that I think the older I get, is just like life changes, life decisions, stop thinking that you're the center of everyone else's world because you're not. And secondly, screw the life plan that society and our minds and life puts on us because it's, it's, it's just dream world. It's a fantasy. It's not real. Yeah. It's not perfect for everyone. Like, yeah. you know, it's just insane. And so I'm yeah, like, I think, you know, society lately has been, oh, you know, the thirties are the new, you know, thirties are the new twenties. And then and yeah. then on top of that, I think we're super fortunate as women now, you know, if you're interested, if you do want to have children, there's so much, you know, fertility testing and you can freeze your eggs and there's all these different options you can have to make sure that like, you know, even though you don't know exactly when that moment will come, there is an option for you to do eventually in the future. I don't know. I think we're, yeah, we're very fortunate to like be able to have that. And, um, yeah. (sighs) I love it. Well, light light stuff. Easy. Did we, did we talk it to death? No, I don't. I think we're good. No, no. Yeah, I think so too. Actually, you know what? I think we should move on to right now because we did get so so many of you voted and we appreciate it talking about big life changes. Um, but then we also got a couple of direct responses from people that I think Jacqueline was tabulating specific questions. And this is one that I feel like we haven't gotten a full answer on. And we apologize to you guys. We've just been so excited to be able to talk again. Jacqueline. How the hell are you shaving your face and explain oh, every God, detail? We, of it. we literally have to. We if if we don't, people will be mad. We hear people you will be in a revolt. Okay, well, like, do I have to do like a little like um like example thing? It's really not. Well, hard. so you need to go to Amazon and you need to buy the tinkle. The tinkle yes, the is tinkle the, thing, the little tool. But at the tinkle, I'll share a picture again on my Instagram story. Um, but the tinkle, it literally looks like a, like a small blade, but you can get them. They're like five bucks on Amazon and you get eight of them. So, and those last yes. me a pretty long time. Okay. So you, you use those little blades, right? But you, um, um, so you shave your face in like, I would say like up kind of like different directions. Okay. So first you have to have a clean face. Yeah. No so- more. I, Totally like, clean, toned, yes. everything. Yes, like it, like totally like exfoliate. So what I normally do, I do it like after I shower and I use one of those, like it's not a Clarisonic, but it's like kind of one of those like brush things that's like very similar. Um, and I use one of those in the shower and then I, you know, it's like got a glass of wine. I'm like hanging out in my bathroom, listening to a podcast. It. It's like a whole vibe. But uh-huh. I, when I use a little blade, you know, it's like my face is completely dry. I don't have anything on my face. So I don't have self tanner, which I normally do. Don't have self tanner on my face. I don't have any serum, moisturizer, anything. Um, so I 
like take those little tinkle things and you basically just like move it um in different directions on your face in um like a very small um in short angle I guess is how to uh-huh. how I, like would describe it um and I will say it does get pretty gross because you will see the residue like on the little thing so if you have like like a I kind of have like this towel that I use to just like wipe it off on and I just like wash it um but I would use that and you will you will feel your ex, your face exfoliated and the point of doing it is to get the baby hairs off your face but then also to get that top layer of your skin off so if you use like a face mask that um is like super deep exfoliating don't use that the night before you do this like I would like space it out a couple days um mm-hmm. And, and if you're, if you use that ordinary, like that red mask, that looks like you're spreading like wine, all like red wine all over your face. I would, I would space that out like at least three days because that's. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Don't use anything too harsh. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. So definitely don't use something that's super tough and exfoliating on your face. Um, at least 24 hours before you do this, but kind of depending on how bad the hair grows back and like what I've been using on my face, I usually do it maybe like once a week, once like 10 days. It kind of just depends, but you okay, kind of depends. Once, yeah. Yeah. Like once, so like the first time you do it and then you feel your face, you're like, whoa, it feels like a baby's butt. Like it's wild. <laughs> yes. Your, your makeup goes on so much smoother and you'll notice mm-hmm. it. And then like, um, as the days goes on, you'll kind of feel it grow back. Like it's not super, it's not really anything crazy. And then you'll, you'll kind of know when you should read, when you should do it again. Yeah. You'll notice it. Like you'll be able to like, I notice it the most, um, like on my cheeks towards like the top of my, like the back of my jaw, like near my ear is like where the hair for me, at least like grows like the longest backs. Like when I can kind of feel like it's getting a little long back there, that's when I'll do it. But yeah, I, I, so I'll do it like all over my face. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously not around my eyes, but I'll do like my forehead, my T-zone and um, yeah, like my whole cheeks, but I love it. And yeah, you will notice a big. We'll post a link to the I tinkle. Yeah. I'll, yeah. yeah, I'll post the link to the, or I'll post the tinkle. And I read a good article one time about how to do it. And I'll post it all in our little highlight thing on our Instagram story so you can access it. But it's yeah. not as big Perfection. and scary as it sounds. No, it's not. It's actually like very soothing. Like I've done yeah. it a couple of times. I'm not as regular with it as Jacqueline is. But like when I have done it, I'm like, oh, this is actually, it just feels like ultimate self-care when you're doing it. Yeah. And I, and then also, I mean, everyone, everyone's skin is different. Um, so like yours, it might not, like, it might not irritate your skin a ton. Like for my mine, for whatever reason, it like my skin just feels like kind of raw for like 24 hours, but like nothing super crazy. But so I'll normally sleep, um, with a gel mask on my face just for that night, just to kind of like, you know, help with soothe that. it kind of yeah, yeah. soothe it out. Um, but yeah, I don't know. After I do a little dermaplane or the dermaplane thing, I'll, um, ice roll my face and then I'll put the gel mask on and, you know, I'm like, wow, 
I really took care of myself today. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. You're like, wow, look at me go. (laughs) I love it. Okay. So like that the little things are so cheap. It's like such an easy way to take care of yourself. And like, you know what, if it's, it's a reasonably priced self-care thing and it makes me feel so much better about just like my face and my skin. And I think my makeup looks so much better when it's on my face. And I think even my complexion when I don't have makeup on looks better. Mm-hmm. Oh, 100% yeah, just worth every penny. Yeah. Cause again, you're not only taking the baby hairs off your face, but you're taking that top layer of skin. So if you like have a job where you wear makeup every day and you know, like you're just really wearing your skin out, I think you'll notice like, I think if you use it like consistently, you'll notice a big difference. Oh, for sure. Oh my gosh. All right, gal. Should we do favorites and self-care? Yay. Claire, kick us off this week. Yeah. What are you doing? Self-care, favorite things? Okay. Um, sorry. I'm trying to go back and forth between my phone charger and my headphones. So I'm, I'm really can you up not against flaunt, it over here. Can you not flaunt your fabulous wealth and in, in wealth in front of all of us? It's honestly I'm really, upsetting. It's, it's unfair. I've got a phone charger. I've got headphones. I've got I have all. a dongle. Okay. Oh, shit. Wow. <laughs> do it girl. What is that? <laughs> okay. Should I do favorite thing or self-care first? Favorites. What are you loving? Oh, actually self-care. I changed my mind. (laughs) Okay. Self-care is, um, so I have a bathtub in this apartment. I hadn't had one in a little while. It's one of those shower baths, but I, um, I hadn't had one in a long time. So I've really been enjoying having an occasional bath and I've had like different bath bombs that I had had on hand that I just hadn't been able to use because I hadn't had a bathtub in a while, (laughs) but I got something new and I'm obsessed with it. Okay. And I think it's been around, it says it's been around since 1961. So it's like an older product, but I was drawn to it because of the name. And I don't know if y'all have heard of it before or not, but it's Dr. Singa's mustard bath. <gasps> no, but I'm intrigued. And it's, um, it's like a powder that you put in the bath and okay. it's a therapeutic blend with essential oils of wintergreen, eucalyptus, rosemary, and thyme. It comes in this little tub, um, but it, um, it's just fantastic. Luxurious. I love it. And I just, it, it helps me really unwind and just makes me, it's just a very relaxing, revitalizing yeah. bath moment. So Mm -hmm. if you're looking to, um, up your bath game, I think this is a great addition. And I think it's like all natural. It's like super, um, yeah, like it's none of the weird stuff that people say, you know, some people are really like freaked out by bath bombs. They think there's like all kinds of maybe weird stuff in there, but that's not the case with this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's sodium carbonate, which is, I think what makes it, you know, sits, yeah. sizzle in your bath or whatever. And then you've got your, I don't know what to call it. Fizz, fizz. It fizz, fizz. <laughs> so it makes like the it. water like boil, it. um, yes. uh, organic mustard seed power powder, and then the essential oils of wintergreen eucalyptus, rosemary thyme. So nothing artificial, no animal testing and very luxurious and relaxing. That sounds fantastic. Um, yeah. I support it. Um, and then my favorite thing I really like earlier today, I was like, Oh, I could say I like this Instagrammer or whatever. And then, um, 
just uh, while I was taking a quick break at work today, um, I just decided to, I needed to Google image search, uh, Jacob Elordi, um, from, he's from oh, euphoria, hi. the hottest yes. and literally, Literally, as I was scrolling, I said to myself, this is my favorite thing. And then I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> this is my favorite thing. <laughs> so hot. It's unbelievable. Oh it's like, what? How is this possible? You guys, like, he's so hot. I'm he's so hot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he plays so this hot. asshole on Euphoria, but he seems to be like an, a, kind of like a, a I mean, he's quite young, but God, he doesn't look it. I'll tell you that much. Um, and he is just, I, I, I love him. He's my favorite thing okay, this wait, week Claire, and perhaps is, forever. Claire, that is so funny that you mentioned him because I just like earlier today, I had the TV just kind of on in the background while I was working from home today. And I like, just happened to look up and saw Ellen was on and Jacob Elordi was the, was today's guest. No way he was sitting in the chair. Like, you know, those chairs that she has on the set, like he looked like, it looked like a miniature chair that he was so tall. So tall. tall. I was like, Oh my gosh. Wow. I was like, I think I have to watch this. (laughs) I mean, he's, he's really, Sorry, I gotta put I got my mic back on for this. He is a work of art, like a 100. Greek god. Oh, he's unreal. He is unreal. It, and like he looks like he could be he is it's hysterical that he's he plays a high schooler, first of all, because I think he's like maybe 25, but he looks like 35. He's just mm-hmm. like Oh yeah. None of them. Thank God. None of them are actually children because that show is not for children. Um, yeah. But anyway, Jacob Elordi. Wow. Um, wow. (laughs) Wow. Like, wow. wow. Thank you for for gracing us with your presence on this earth. You God from down under. We love you. We're so glad you're here. Um, welcome to America. Stay a while. Stay a while. So Claire's self-care is the tub and that soak. And then her favorite is Jacob Elordi, which I mean, who among us? Right. Sometimes you just gotta blame a man for your, for yourself. All right. Someone else go, I'm putting myself on mute. So my phone can charge and I won't have my microphone on. Sorry. Perfect. What's your self-care thing of the week? Oh, I just thought of it and now I've lost it. My fa- Let me start with favorites because it's what I'm thinking okay. of. Okay. I mentioned a few weeks ago, my favorite is the Abercrombie Curve Love jeans. Since that taping, I have ordered four new pairs. Um, it's fine. I'm fine. I've ordered four new pairs and they were all on sale. Thank you very much. So total price for oh four gosh, pairs was I like- I saw someone messaged us on- um Instagram, like saying, I, I can't remember. It was like another Abercrombie thing, but they oh, were like, yeah. oh my gosh, you have to, you know, you have to get it basically. Oh girl, I got to look at that message. Cause I ordered four new pairs of the Abercrombie Ooh. curve love. And what I'm in love with is the high rise skinny jean. Cause I won't let go of the skinny jean. I will not. No, so don't make I've ordered me. them in four other colors, like black, dark denim, light denim, light denim, torn, like obsessed. Duh. Like I'm obsessed. They're so comfy and they just fit perfectly. Guys, try them out. They have a bunch of different styles on sale. They're like $30 and I love them. Um, wait, where did my, you get, wait, where did you get those? I got them on Abercrombie's website. So Abercrombie and Fitch okay. website. 
and they're they have like four different colors on sale for I'm 30 bucks pulling them up in my browser right now so i can remember that i need to buy. yes like i ordered because them and i did return one pair because they ended up not being they were ended up being too long which was weird they're pretty, they're pretty um true to size yeah 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 i ordered my normal size in all of them i only returned that one pair that randomly was very long but i'm really enjoying them they have like really good stretch and give but they're still tight in your waist enough room for your ass and hips and thighs but then they're still tight down at the ankle they're just like a lovely fit um shit what was my self-care it was something really good that i oh oh i know what my self-care is thank god i was like why can't i remember this i forked out the dough and i bought the tiktok famous but also i'd seen it before then laneige lip sleeping mask i bought it and it's the little tub of lip balm i bought it it's like the pink that's like the pink color it has the pink, but they have other flavors now that have come out. And I bought the vanilla. It's the oh. Laneige lip slimping mask in vanilla. Cause vanilla is like one of my most soothing scents. It's I got it from Sephora. I can't remember how much it was. It wasn't that expensive. I mean, it's not cheap, but it wasn't incredibly expensive. I've been putting it on every night before I go to sleep the last like couple of weeks, actually. It is so wonderful, especially right now. If you guys live in a winter climate, like we do here in Kentucky and Texas, it's just so lovely. If your heat is running all night, it keeps like this lovely layer of gorgeous looking balm on your lips. And I love it. Like I'm excited to get other scents slash flavors. I'm not sure what to call it, but, um, I'm really, really enjoying it. So Laneige lip sleeping balm and I have it in vanilla and it is, it reminds me of the vanilla lip smackers lip gloss mm-hmm. that I used to use in oh, middle school. <laughs> yes the vanilla it's just so luxurious so yes that's my self-care I've been putting it on every night lately and I am loving it yum 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 all right Jacqueline um okay so I guess I I think like my self-care slash favorite thing is kind of um in one this week I so I've been like big into reading in the past I guess like year or so Mm -hmm. um but lately I have just been like flying through um books um and I would just like to give a couple recommendations yeah let's do Um, it I use Libby which if you don't use it and you're interested in reading it's super easy it's basically this app that is the public library Um, so yeah, I like don't have to pay for books and it's really nice. And I just use my iPad. Um, and then I use also this other app called Goodreads, which basically you can like be friends with your friends from, um, like Facebook, um, and see like what they're reading, what they've rated as high. And then as you continue to add books that you've read and add, um, books that you want to read, it kind of curates um, you know, other books that you should read, which is, which has been pretty interesting. And I've really liked it and I've discovered, um, some other books, but that's just like something that I've been doing. And I'm almost done with like my third book in the past week. (laughs) Hey, oh my gosh, you are flying through. I love it. Yeah. But I'm, I'm almost there. So yeah, I'll have to say the soulmate equation by Christina, I think you just say her last name is Lauren. Um, but that was really good. I've seen that's been pretty popular on, um, like Instagram and this app called Goodreads and then rock, paper, scissors by Alice Feeney was pretty good. And that was like a, um, like a thriller slash 
like psychological thriller. Um, but I, it was funny that when I was reading Rock, Paper, Scissors, because like, I was like a couple chapters in thinking, am I reading a horror story? <laughs> like I would, uh, yes. <laughs> but then it turned out, it turned out to not be like that at all. And it was really good. And then I'm almost, almost done with, um, this book called Last Girl Ghosted by Lisa, I think you say Unger. So, and that's been really good so far. Um, Excellent. I, um, I've been posting the books that I've read on my Instagram story and just like with like a rating. Um, so Mm -hmm. yeah, you can follow along there or if you download Goodreads and you use that friend request me because I'm always looking to see what other people are reading. Um, and it's very interesting. I really like it. And it's very interesting to be friends with people and see what they're reading. And then to also see, you know, the books that they complete and what their rating of it is compared to like, yes. Yeah. Love that. The Libby app, Jacqueline and Claire taught me about it and I love it. Love it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right, yep. gals. Yep. Let us know anytime you guys want to message us on the Instagram, Twitter, uh, Gmail, theablackpod at gmail.com. Send us a message, anything you want us to talk about or questions you want to answer, be it face shaving or big life changes. Let us know. Ooh, <laughs> and we'll do you- more topics like this in the future that, you know, are lifestyle like. So if there's something else that you really want us to talk about that we didn't talk about today, yeah, let us know too. Yes. If you've got drama in your life, let us know. We'll help you solve it. <gasps> we I want to read. I want to read your juice. You can be anonymous. We won't oh out God, you. Please we won't out juice. you. We won't out you. Oh my God. I love tea. And there is no judgment coming from us. We love tea. We will never out you. And honey, we've seen some shit. So know that we can give you advice. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. We've seen some shit. <laughs> we've seen some shit in our professional lives because we worked in news. We've seen it all. And in our private lives. So just know that we can help you. We can, we will, we We must, we must, we can, we will, we must see Mm -hmm. it, say it, sort it. You know what I mean? Say it, sort it, sort it. All right, then. So follow us. That's it for the A block. Message us. (laughs) Rate, review, like us, message us. (laughs) Love us. Love us. Thank you for sponsoring us. Tell your friends to listen, please. Don't forget about us. Okay. Don't for, don't, don't forget about us. Don't do it. And thank you to our friends at Kentucky sports radio for having us on their podcast network. As always, thank you to relics bridal and thank you to just everybody that's listening. Send us a message. We love to interact with you guys and talk about things you want us to talk about. So reach out. We love it. Lifestyle pop culture, never hold back. Even if it's tea, we would love to talk about it. We love to discuss. We also would love to know what you guys want us to talk about, which is very interesting. So, yes, love it. Okay, well, All right. until next week. That's it. Love you Bye. guys. Bye. 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 Bye.